sit back and watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work. I'ma say today. I'ma say today. You just sit back and watch me work. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Entertainment Exchange. My name is David Johnson. I am your host. Across from me is the co-host of this show, Wayne Hattrick, Wizzy Webb. Wayne, what's up? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, bro. How was your weekend? It was good, bro. Did you know you didn't go see XFL because they were they were in out of town. They were in LA. I don't know somewhere. Tampa. Tampa, maybe. I'm I don't know. Sure, it's Tampa. Tampa, sure. I don't care. I don't know. LA. <clears throat> we won. Tampa. That's all that matters. They did win. Yes. So they're three now. Yes. Right. No, no, no. F- three, four. Because it's been two. It's been two home games or three. I think there's only been two home games. Two home games. I went to both, and then this is yeah, three and zero. Oh. So three and one. No, three and zero. Oh. So they've only done three weeks. Yeah. Okay. 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 And we're the only undefeated team left in the XFL. Hey. Okay. We okay. Ballers like that, dog. We here. We here. Forget them other kids, bro. No, we don't. <laughs> Forget them <laughs> other kids. Battlehawks who? That's the name of the episode. Defenders Forget who? Them other kids. Yeah. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in today. If this is your first time, Entertainment Exchange, we break down entertainment news, whether it's movies, TV shows, sports, gaming, culture, social media, and more, and give it to you guys in podcast segments throughout the week, as well as our YouTube page, EX Does Entertainment, and our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash Tribe. The links for all that stuff. Jabbery. Including our, uh, including our Twitter handles and social media information is in a description. So, as we get started today, this coronavirus is continuing. Yeah. Now, uh, we. I don't mean to sound so happy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Um, there, there's a question about it for the exchange. The exchange? So, I'm going to save talking about it a little bit till then. But it's, it's going on. Cool. That's all it like and it's not like, oh, it's like, you know, it's somewhere in the middle. It's like, no, it's it's moving pretty aggressively. Is it one hundred percent certified that you'll die if you get it? No. But it is a possibility. You this know what I'm saying? This because just means... it mimics the common cold like type of like, yeah, oh, yeah. stuff and nose running up sick to your stump, whatever, whatever, whatever. This just means y'all better start washing your hands. And yeah. teaching your goddamn kids not to cough with not to cough open. on people on purpose. That's how I got sick. China appears to be getting the disease under control, but rapidly expanding <laughs> outbreaks in South Korea, Iran, Italy, Japan. So it's not like going away anytime soon. Well, that's tough. So you know what? This is a comp- conspiracy theory. I'm willing to bet you someone ain't like China and they went over there and planted this thing. No, this is not that. Yeah, this is exactly what this <laughs> now, is. Here's the thing. I'm about to dig deep. Here's the thing. Before we continue, there was there was a couple people that were like, I think this is like one of those government things where it's like there here's a strain to fight a virus or whatever, and it was mishandled or something like that. And it's the government's fault that this happened or whatever, whatever. Ain't nothing whatever. Wasn't, it wasn't mishandled. And it was handled properly. The only thing that do I I don't know because you never know because it could be the Chinese government. The Chinese government is crazy, and we'll talk about that again with the exchange. Yeah, they crazy. But it's a China scene. Like the 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 amount of new cases each day for China keeps going down, so it's declining in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But it's just popping up in other places. That's the unfortunate thing. So we're gonna just move straight along. Moving on. Um, parasite. It's coming to Hulu 
April 8th. Bet. So you can watch it then. I'm going to watch it. The reason I say that is because during... I thought I heard something. Am I tripping? During a rally or... I keep hearing something. I'm, am I tripping? What are you hearing? Anywho, during a rally or meet or whatever that of Donald Trump's where he went... I forget what it was. Pennsylvania? I forget where it was. Um, He made a comment or made a remark about the Oscars and he made a comment about Parasite. If if you had to guess literally no one cares. If you had to guess something racist. Okay. He says or he says he said uh Parasite won Best Picture. Uh why why didn't American film win Best Picture? Uh Parasite already won Best Internet or Foreign Film. It should have been an American movie that won Best Picture. To which everyone goes, you can't say that, bro. Yeah, he can. He can get away with it, too. Because, you know, people at the rally, they agree with him. And so, <laughs> and so this, is what, this is what he said. Uh, and you can find the clip online. Uh, and the winner is, he talked about the Academy Awards, like, and the winner is a movie from South Korea. What the hell was that all about? We've got enough problems in South Korea with trade. On top of that, they give them the best movie of the year. Was it good? I don't know. Let's get Gone with the Wind back, please. And so many great American movies. So, to which many people said, oh. Your racism is showing. Exa- ex- exactly. The funny, <laughs> what's funny is that Neon, which is a company that uh, the the company behind Parasite, after that happened, the company behind Parasite, Neon took like a like, like whoever's on it, just social media, just like a jab, mm-hmm. and and they tweeted out and it was like, oh, well, it makes sense. He doesn't read. Everyone's like, God dang. <laughs> <laughs> they were so like nonchalant, matter yeah. of fact about it. I just thought it was. I thought it was funny, but I also think that's like a lot of people have that mindset about Parasite, or not to that degree, but like a movie with subtitles won Best Picture, and it's like, do you realize half the country watches anime again that has subtitles? Ex- and so, and y'all over here tripping. Uh, they asked Bong Joon, which is the director, during the whole press circuit about like you know what what if the American audiences don't really you know enjoy it or they don't really you know gravitate towards it like a lot of the other countries have been and bong Jun said a really really interesting statement he said uh he said it, it wouldn't bother me uh, it wouldn't bother me as much he said americans often have trouble it with these types of movies they have trouble uh navigating and negotiating the negotiating the bottom fourth of the movie we talking about the subtitles. Mm-hmm. It's like they have they have trouble with the bottom fourth of movies, usually with subtitles. And he's he said, saying Americans have trouble reading. Exactly. And he said, but he says it sophisticatedly. Yes. And you're like, oh, and he writes. He's talking. And he said, uh, you would you would find much better movies, much better drama, much better uh, experiences if you could get past that bottom fourth of a movie. Train the boost on. Exactly. Easy example fantastic movie what happens america's like let's make an america version of it no and it's gonna be garbage no I'm, I'm guaranteeing you that so i say that to say if you haven't seen parasite 
it's coming to Hulu. Uh, I would I would definitely go buy that movie in a heartbeat. I want that movie on DVD. I'm just saying, you crazy. That would be that would probably be the first movie I buy in a while. I, I don't buy movies uh-huh. that often. Everything's streaming, but I'd man. I'd buy that movie just so I can give them my money. They earned it for real. Moving on, Harvey Weinstein was found guilty on two charges and then acquitted on other charges uh, on sexual assault. There's all this thing that's been going on since the Harvey Weinstein thing. So he was found guilty of sexual assault. Uh, he was found. The problem is he's found not guilty of the most severe crime. That's how it usually happens in these type of situations. Mm-hmm. So he was found not guilty of predatory sexual assault, which is bad, bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would have acknowledged a pattern that included forcing sex on actress Annabella, I cannot pronounce her last name, in 1993 or 94. Uh, he faces at least five years and up to 25 on the count of first degree criminal sex act and up to four years on a third degree rape count for a different encounter. Uh, the judge can run these sentences consecutively for a maximum total of 29 years. Sentencing is March 11th. 29 years? Yes. Yeah, He he's in... How old is he? He's 60-something. 60 67. <clears throat> Never mind. I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> Never mind. 67. Uh, Hold myself back. I just... I, I hope he goes to... What's the word I'm looking for? I hope he goes to real jail or real prison. Mm-hmm. People, and usually in his circumstance, with that have money like that. You never know. Yeah. You know, say, oh, it's 29 years, but it's basically on a house arrest. Like, yeah. you, you never know. He needs to go to jail for what he's done. Uh huh. And I always think back to whenever I see Harvey Weinstein's name, uh, that that we talked about Bong Joon where he made Snowpiercer and he was like, yeah, I put this part in there and told him, like, hey, this is about my father. And he was mm-hmm. like, I lied. Yeah. <laughs> That's nothing. It has nothing to do with my dad. Mm-hmm. I knew he would cut my movie to pieces because he only wants things his way. And I was like, this makes a lot of sense to his character. But but now Harvey's gone. He's gone. I would have loved for them to get it 100% right. Yeah. But. Our justice a, system is flawed. Is dude. it a step in the right direction? Yes. And I'm taking a class right now. Yeah. That's pretty. It's like. Uh, police systems and practice uh-huh. and stuff like that and you know going through all the courts and all that stuff and yeah the system flawed bro especially yeah. when you have like things like discretion and stuff like that yeah where, yeah when you can pretty much just kind of do things as you want again that's why i said listen is it 100 percent right what they've or how they've done so far no but they're getting closer it's a, definitely a step ahead of where we were with the whole louis ck stuff and all that stuff that went down. So. It's whatever. There's that. Okay, moving on to brighter stuff, more uplifting stuff. There are several upcoming projects at Lucasfilm that they've kind of put out. Dun, like, dun, hey, dun, dun, we're doing. Dun, 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 dun. Not, only, not only that, but stuff that Lucasfilm does, which is like Indiana Jones. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, Indiana Jones 5. Uh... Uh, is targeting to start production in summer. Uh, the Kevin Feige Star Wars film, uh, he's going to serve as the producer. Uh, the Ryan Johnson Star Wars film is in active development. There is a new Star Wars uh, movie announced by uh, a pretty much new director, J.D. Dillard, 
which I'm happy that they're like, let's just pick somebody new. Uh, it's a black guy that he's a guy who directed Slight. He directed, uh, oh gosh, he did. Oh gosh, he did. Um, my brain, help, Wayne, help. Uh, what am, uh, what am I gonna do? Help. I don't know. <laughs> what, you, what you think I'm sitting here for, bro? <laughs> what do you think I'm gonna do? Um, he directed Slight. He directed Sweetheart. He directed Utopia. He's directed a lot of smaller things that are starting to get notoriety. And so they got him to do the Star Wars movie. And then the writer is Matt Owens, who has written for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and written for Luke Cage. And Matty he's going to be the writer of this. Matty and they've Ice. gotten this new guy, J.D. Dillard. Uh, they haven't said whether or not it's going to be Disney Plus, like straight to Disney Plus or a theatrical release. We'll see. Man, just put on Disney Plus, man. It, if I hope if it's gonna be something like, hey, let's tell this like random, kind of different story, just put on yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, I but so you're using good. you're using some guys who are you like you said making good content, but they're not known known yeah. yet. Yeah, use them on Disney Plus. Let people watch and see what these guys can yes. do, and especially then you let the, them make a film as, that you put in theaters. Especially with the amount of stuff that Disney Plus has now, they need more things on it. Yeah, now, granted, 2020, we're gonna get. Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision. Like, we're going to get more, obviously. Praise Mandalorian the Season 2, all that stuff. But the first year, Disney Plus has been like, okay, what you got? Mm-hmm. What else? They need more stuff like that. Um, Untitled Star Wars Trilogy. They set the release date, so it's 2022, 24, and 26. So that's coming, which is two years? Yeah. Yeah, two years. Uh, the Cassian Andor, the Rogue One series. Wants to start production in 2020 of June. Obi-Wan series is starting Obi-Wan. next year production. Uh, they are doing a Jedi Temple Challenge, which is like... You remember Legend of the Hidden Temple? Yes. It's like that. Hold Just up. Around, yeah, exactly. Hold Just up. Just around Star Wars. Bring it to that my lap. be on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to sit and watch yes. forever. I'm telling you, man. I'll they, watch that. I'll watch that. That sounds that. fun. That sounds fun. I don't, you know, I know all that we're going to get all this extra stuff, but a Star Wars like variety, almost Legend of the Hidden Temple slash uh, American Ninja Warrior type of thing. Bro, yeah. Duh. Like that's a duh. Why, <laughs> yeah. is, why is it taking y'all so long for this? I'm here for that. Birds of Prey right now is at $180 million worldwide. Have Bet. you seen it yet? I haven't, dude. I'll probably. I'm trying to wait. I got no time, bro. Yeah, I got no time. Well, you need to make time. I'm trying, bro. I, I got my hands in too many different pots, bro. Then let go of the pot. <laughs> no, I can't, bro. I can't. They're making a Borderlands movie, like the TV show Borderlands. No, like the game Borderlands. I'm not watching. <laughs> Why? I don't even like the game, dude. The game is too weird. Okay, I don't freaking like it, dude. So. They're making a movie based upon the video games by Eli Roth. Eli Roth did a lot of horror stuff back in the day. And then he had a string recently of like, eh, type of movies. But he is going to be making a movie based upon, I don't know if that's stories and carry or whatever, but based upon the Borderland video games. Here's oh, the thing. Into the Badlands is what I was thinking of. That's about. what you're thinking of. Yeah. Into the Badlands is dope. If they made a movie I about that, that, I'd be in. 
and get uh, the dudes from Raid to do the court, bro. Borderla- Borderlands on, is the the like almost cartoony style. It's like the Saints Row type of video game. Yeah, thing, I hate it. Which again, they're trying to do a Saints Row movie as well, and this movie this movie would work better than Saints Row. Uh, because there's some semblance of something going on, like a story. Saints Row is just utter nonsense. Yeah, it's weird. It's just absolute utter nonsense. I just don't know if. I, I mean, it could work. It depends on how how they do it, and it depends on is it going to be in the Deadpool vein of just at like absolutely insane, outside the box, fourth wall breaking, etc., or are you trying to like? do a transformer style like it all depends on the style in which you do it if you do deadpool style of fourth wall breaking it could work mm-hmm. for sure it could work and it can make a lot of money if you try to make it too serious i don't think people are going to care that's just my two we, cents though. look man i i could barely even watch somebody play that game bro so Why? i don't even know i don't it's just weird to me. i don't like that game dude <laughs> i just don't like it it's just weird to me I feel like if you if you no you know what I've played this, I'm a, I'm I've played keep it to one myself. or two of them I played one or two of them it's fun it's mainly for and that's another question actually in our exchange it's mainly for to play with friends it's not you don't really play Borderlands for a single player experience it's I'm gonna be honest like, with you Chief I still don't care I, no I, but that, I'm saying that, <laughs> that in, game is in, not appealing to me at all in. Uh, in comparison to a movie is what I'm saying. You're playing it for like co-op play with friends. Yeah. So you're taking that like, all right, now let's make it follow a story. Like it, 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 it you got, it's a weird thing to do that. If you don't hit it on the head, people are going to be like, oh, because no, as of this point, Sonic is probably the best or most or, or, uh, not the best, but Sonic has garnered the most money back, mm-hmm. especially for video game video game movies. Like tops, right? Ooh, sorry, tops right now. Then it's like Detective Pikachu, and then some other stuff. But video game movies usually are not that good. They do not do well whatsoever. We're gonna see. So we're gonna see. A Friends reunion special is coming to HBO Max. Do That's we care? For you? Do we care? I know you care because you love Friends. I'm just kidding. I'm about to say Ninja what? <laughs> When do they ever say I That's love coming for people who love Friends. That's where you get HBO Max. Uh, Deny, I want to pronounce her name right. Guerrera? Guerrera? Oh, that's some. Um, yes. Michonne yeah. from Walking Dead. Oh, what was her name in Black Panther? Okoye. Okoye from Black Panther. Uh, she has signed an overall deal with ABC Studios where she will write and develop shows for the studio across platforms. So get it, girl. Hold on, what's she writing? Get it, girl. What's she making? What's she making? The Jambalaya? Uh, Netflix is adding a top 10 row to their platform, So, which will be like if you'll scroll through like the categories or whatever. So the top 10, which is interesting, the top 10 row updates daily to show what's popular, and then it's broken down into three categories. So top overall or top films, top TV shows, and then top overall on Netflix. Which I'm like, have, how have you not done this before? Okay. I like that. That's something that... In, It'll make you, it easy. If you go on the left side, it definitely is easy. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's going to make it easier. That, that's what I'm saying. If you see the left side and you got new stuff com- or coming soon and you've got TV shows, you got movies, you got all that stuff, how do you not have a top 10 category thing? It's because Netflix like, is always just late. Yeah. Even though they were early on like being a platform, yeah. they're kind of like, oh, now we want to do it. They oh, got, now they we got stuck, do it. man. They got stuck. Uh, Fantasy Island. Remember we were talking about that movie? Yep. It's not doing good. 
like bad bad like people are destroying it wait fantasy island that was, was the, the weird blumhouse one where you're like oh it's like a vacation so i yeah. some go it brings out your fears or yes. whatever not good number one wow uh the director made it on like a shoestring budget like eight million or something like that it's one of those like paranormal activity like we made it for dirt cheap but we're trying to and it ain't it ain't working it ain't working for him that's well, all i'm gonna dang, say bro got dang after this break we're gonna get to one more thing and actually we're gonna we're gonna meld and bring together the sports section today okay we got extra episodes that we can give you guys this week so we'll be back after this break all right and we're back now i'm introducing a new segment okay this is gonna be oh, a new segment oh lord it's called Go See, right? Go See. So this segment is for us to let you guys, the audience, the listeners, the people, let you guys know what movies are upcoming or coming up in the month of February. And we want to let you guys know which ones we think you should go see. All right. You feel me? Yeah. So we've see. Oh, we're in February. So let's start with February. Uh, the goal is to do this this once a month at the beginning to let you guys know what's coming up in theaters this month or that specific month. So February, Birds of Prey, I say go see it. Uh, it's an R-rated action comedy movie. Keep that in mind when I say go see it. Is it for kids? Mm, not really. I better not see little Sally Sue and little and little John John <laughs> in there. Sonic Hedgehog, have not seen it yet. I want to. Uh, Impractical Jokers movie. Did you not know it was coming out? No. Yeah. Uh, came out this past weekend, Friday. I have a friend of mine who went and saw it in Baltimore. Shout out to you, Dan. And he didn't know one of the <laughs> one of the guys was there. I think he got he has a picture with Murr. Or what? Uh, Sa- yeah, that he put on Twitter. I was like, "What did you tell me?" And so they were going for like for a show in Baltimore, and they stopped by at a random movie theater <laughs> to go in and talk to people and shake hands and all that stuff. And he's got a picture with one of them. But that came out. Hey, come on to H Town, please. That came out this past weekend. He told me it was really funny. I love Impractical Jokers. I think a movie that would be great. If you don't like uncomfortable comedy, then it's not Yo, for you. It is so but it uncomfortable, is, it, it man. Is a, it's so it's uncomfortable. Because it's it office, makes me feel good. It's the office levels of uncomfortable. Yeah, just in an actual real setting. Yes, and it's, it's, mm, I eat that up. <laughs> barbecue so chicken, good. babe. Barbecue chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like barbecue chicken. Um. The Invisible Man comes out this weekend. Mm. Go see it. Cool. A lot of people, especially the people that I know are into movie stuff, they say go see it. People have seen it already because they they've they've said the they purposefully misdirect you on a lot of things in the trailer. So the things you see in the trailer are it does not you know pan out the way you think it's going to happen, or certain things don't even look the same way. It's just very like yo. This is some. This is a completely different monster. Cool. Go see it. Cool. Um, uh, they said no. the dude. Yes, you're gonna go see <laughs> it. You're a hater. They said the dude who plays the invisible guy. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, Oliver Jackson Queen. Cohen. No, <laughs> close. Oliver Jackson Cohen. I believe his name. They say he's amazing, fantastic. He's a guy that a lot of people are fan casting. Like, yo, you should be Moon Knight. Yo, you should be Moon Knight. Yo, you be, you should be Moon Knight. Because he's done from, from, he's in the new Hunt movie. He's the guy that yeah. we saw get stepped on the uh, <laughs> on the landmine. Oh, that was him? Him. Yes. Dang. Because Jewish actor. Um, and in Haunting in Hill House and in this, he's played the dark, sadistic, what in the, 
he's played that. And with Moon Knight having multiple personalities, everyone's like, yo, just do it. Crazy thing is, like last week, uh, one of the like the the movie accounts or like uh, uh, movie news social media accounts was like, yo, we need to get you a Moon Knight. And he responded, he's like, what the heck is Moon Knight? Okay, that's not for you. <laughs> well, they sent him like a like a small character bio thing, uh-huh. and then he responds, "Oh my gosh, I'm so in!" And everyone's losing their mind now because they're like, "It's gonna happen!" Yeah! Like it's <laughs> like people are losing their minds. So, just letting y'all know what you should watch coming up February. Now, the beginning of March, just to let you know, we got a lot of good stuff in March. Okay, you got a Quiet Place two, you got Mulan, you got. Bloodshot, mm, we'll see about that one. You got Onward, you got The Way Back, which is that Ben Affleck one where he coaches. Yeah, the, the coaching. I want to see that. I may. I'm all about sports movies, man. Yeah, I'm about. I like sports movies. I don't need another White Savior movie, though. <laughs> if we're being honest, I love <laughs> Ben Affleck. I don't need Ben Affleck to be the hero, <laughs> to be the one that, you know. But what if the basketball team is the <laughs> heroes and they save Ben Affleck? Which is what it's tr- trying to be, it seems like. Because it's the whole, like, I struggle with alcoholism and yada, 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 yada. I just don't want Green Book, Hidden Figures, uh, Hardball with Keanu Reeves. Like, like, the list is ridiculous. I don't want the white guy to come in and be like, all right, now we play as a team. What if they just lose every game? But it's a good movie. That'd be great. <laughs> That's that's an actuality. What probably happened in most high schools? If your team is that bad and you take a coach that is a former alcoholic, your team still gonna suck. That's what's gonna happen. So, uh, moving on, we're gonna switch over to the sports real quick. Oh, some sports. Um, today or by the time you're listening to this, was the the service that they had for Kobe Bryant or the uh, or Vanessa Bryant spoke yeah. at the thing for Kobe Bryant. Um, she's also suing that helicopter uh, company for wrongful death. See, and yeah. I, I, I heard somewhere that there was something wrong with that helicopter. Yeah, like so that it wasn't like uh, uh, oh gosh, what was it? I had read it. I I read it and I saw it where it was like be, the crash was pro- like most likely due to pilot error and helicopter like mechanical malfunction. It was yeah. not. Some freak accident. It was like, no, y'all didn't do what y'all was supposed to do. Because the guy who was flying the helicopter was like well known. Yes. Very yes, good at yes. his job. Like was ex military or something like that. Yes. Like he knew what he was doing. Yes. And then something with the helicopter. So I think that's why that's what she's suing for. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Moving on. Uh Fury and Wilder. Bro. Look, Fury about that smoke, man. Homie got beat up. <laughs> Fury about that smoke, dude. So Fury beat Wilder. Fury been talking to God, bro. Um, what? How, what round? Seventh, seventh round. round. Seventh TKO. round. TKO. TKO. He was beating him up, man. He was. He. Was, I saw like some pictures. <laughs> dude was face tr- was lumped up. Yes, his face was done. <laughs> also, Fury licked the blood off his neck. Too. Okay, That's, we ain't we ain't talk about that. That's weird. That happened. That's I'm just you know weird. But. That's insane. That's his first loss, too. Right? Yeah. That's Wilder. He's 41 1 no, he's, and 2. He's, or? he's something like No, no. He's something 1 and 1. 41 1 and 1. Yeah. Woo! 40 something 1 and 1. And then uh, Fury is 30 0 and 1 or something the third, like that. Fury hasn't lost either. Yeah, he hasn't lost. He's only Dang. tied. Dang. How long before you think he, uh, Wilder wants a rematch? He already wants a rematch. 
Well, yes, but how long do you think it's actually going to happen? Like the first one they drew, correct? Yes. The first one they drew. This one Fury, Fury won. won. So do you think it's by the end of this year or next year? Next year. You think it's next year? Yeah. Do you think he schedules anybody else to fight or do you think he's just going straight back to Fury? And it's if, just going to wait for Fury's schedule to open. If I were Wilder, yes. I'd fight at least one other person. Somebody else. And just get out all my aggression. And just beat that and poor man beat to a pulp. the poo out of somebody. Okay? <laughs> just schedule a fight with somebody who wants to run their mouth. And don't say nothing. Just go out there. Get in the ring. Don't do all the extra theatrical stuff like you did this time with the big old 45-pound freaking... Yo, the walkout stuff was insane for both of these. Like, But the that's, that's another reason why, like, to me, boxing is so far ahead of UFC. It's not even, like, funny. Like, is UFC entertaining to watch? Duh, for sure. But in in terms of, like, watching and in terms of viewership, in terms of, in terms of just being a spectacle, USC has a lot to catch up to for boxing. Because you have stuff like that. And you have characters like that. Where it's just like, it, that... Whatever they do for the next two weeks owns every news cycle, regardless, like before and after, right? UFC, you've got Connor, you've got Khabib, but, or Khabib, but then you've got upper, up and comers that people are kind of like, okay, uh, I don't really care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You've got one or two. Boxing, you've got a lot, but you've also got just the way they sell boxing, like the way, the way boxing's advertised everywhere, because it's on. ESPN Plus, it's on Showtime, it's on pay-per-view, it's on, like, it's insane. Boxing is also very simple. Yes. You just, you're throwing punches. Yes. In, in, in MMA, you can do a variety of things. You have, like, Muay Thai fighters, you got your guys who like the submission, you got, you know, your jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu. your kickboxing. So it's like, you know, there's a bunch of different ways to win a fight uh-huh. in MMA, and as cool as that sounds, it can get boring sometimes. But with boxing, like you're always waiting for that knockout punch. Yeah. And even if it never happens, at least you are along for the ride, waiting for that punch to happen. So I think that's why boxing is a I little bit it, more ahead of the in, than MMA because there's just too many things to do in MMA. There's too many things to do in UFC, but with boxing, you know, it's straight up. It's simplified. You finna get your finna get your face punched a bunch. It's <laughs> it's simplified for viewers. It's like, all right, these two are gonna stand. <laughs> And fight. And fight until it, until they TKO or until one dude hits the flow. Yeah. It is, it's a wrap, bro. I love it. Um, I put this in there. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes goalie David yeah. Ayers. Ayers. I, I watched a clip of everything. And so, first of all, one Hurricane goalie was injured. The other dude got clotheslined <laughs> <laughs> on a hit in the game. Like, they were both running to the, running, skating to the puck, and this dude got leveled. I don't think it's 100% on purpose, because they both just went for the puck, mm-hmm. but because the goalie was bending down, he got hit in the neck or a concuss- it's something like a concussion, and he was on the ice, not moving for a while. <laughs> then he got up, and it was kind of slow to move, whatever. So they get David Ayers, or Ayers, however you pronounce his name, who's a 42-year-old, retired goalie, slash... Uh, arena the Zamboni driver yeah like works in the Zamboni or drove the Zamboni worked in like maintenance in the arena and he's a retired goalie so they're like hey suit up <laughs> you're in the game <laughs> you're in the game <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott yeah Michael Scott 
Blessed uh, are those who sit and wait. Suit up. You're on the team. <laughs> and I, I watched the interview with him that they had on ESPN where he was like, it's always like a thing. They let you know, like, hey, just in case this ever happens, you're going to be in. But he's like, when one dude went down, uh, I just like half put on my pants, you know, all that stuff. I'm like, okay, if that happens, it happens. Yeah. And he's like, it half the dude gets decked. And the guy turns turns to him and is like, are you ready? <laughs> and he was like, and then I got up and I almost fainted. <laughs> he was like, I was real weak in my leg. Because you don't expect that. Yeah. So uh, David was like, yeah. So I got on the ice and they were winning. They were, I think they were winning four to two at the moment. They, mm-hmm. ended, they ended up winning six to four. So he gave up two goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he talked about, he was like, yeah, the like the first two goals that I gave up, I was kind of just like, I don't even know I'm here right now. <laughs> he was like, I got in and boom, one goal. And he was like, what happened? <laughs> but in the third period, when they were de- they were up only by one, he saved like the next seven shots. And everyone was like, what is going on? So he ended up getting a win, which is his first win in the NHL, age 42. Yeah. Which is insane. Uh, but he, watching the highlights and seeing him and seeing the team, every time he got a save, they would pat him on the back. He's a 42-year-old man is not ready yeah. for it. Yeah. But there was a couple that he saved. Everyone was like, oh, okay. He still got okay. it. Okay. You still know how to ride that bike. I see you. That's, That's good. basically what it was. But that first, like, goal or two that went by, he was like, huh? What, <laughs> what happened? Wait, where am I at? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hockey? Like, my knees were weak. And it took me, like, 10 minutes to get ready. But that's a, that's an awesome story. So, throw, throwing it out there. Switch over to NBA. Jeremy Lamb fractured his left knee, tore his ACL, and his meniscus in his left knee. Against the Raptors, I believe, that was the game. Yeah. Now... He made his free throws on that bum leg, too. Jeremy what? Jeremy Lamb. Yes. Yes. That's that Mamba mentality, man. He's out. Yeah, he's out for two years, probably. A year and some change. Indefinitely. God, Obviously, indefinitely. But if if we're at the end of February, he's not coming back until the start of 2021 season. Yeah. Because that all of ACL meniscus is a year, too. Fracturing Mm -hmm. a knee. Listen, bro. Yeah. It's over for a little bit, bro. Yeah. But he's a good player. I wish him the best. Um, Shout out NBA. to you, dog. Can you tell me the rankings of the NBA? Poor faves. Let me what know you, the standings. What you, what you want? You want to... Uh, uh, I do know that Milwaukee just beat Golden State for the fastest to clinch a playoff spot. Wow. Uh, yesterday... I was about to the, say, if you were saying Milwaukee just beat Golden State in like a basketball game, I was like, duh. You're like, okay, they could have found like telling me They this? could have found like 10 Milwaukee fans and put them in jerseys and beat Golden State <laughs> they right now. beat Golden State's... Uh, I'm sorry, that's disrespectful. I'm sorry. Fastest, <laughs> for the fastest clinch of a playoff spot. Wow, that's... um. It's just very interesting. Muy interesante. Uh, unless something insane happens this next month, Giannis is going to win another MVP. Yes. He's going to win back-to-back MVPs. Yes. First since when? KD? No. He won scoring title. Sorry. Excuse me. First back-to-back since LeBron? Or did did LeBron go back-to-back? Honestly, I don't know. I'll I'll look it up. You tell. Let me know the standings for the East. You want East? East? East. I'm going to start from eight and go go up to one. Okay. Eight to uno. You want to guess or you want to just say it? Uh, just go ahead. 
So at number eight, we got Orlando. They're going to get waxed by Milwaukee. Good Lord. Yes. <laughs> at number seven, we got Brooklyn. Okay. Without Kyrie. Uh-huh. Number six, we How got... How close is seven and eight? Uh, Orlando's 24 and 32. Brooklyn is 26 and 29. So okay. they are... Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It should say on the side. Uh oh, here it is. Oh, but it only well they're two and a half games. Steph Curry won back to back fourteen fifteen. I forgot he won back to back before LeBron. Steph Curry Steph Curry won fourteen and fifteen when when they were when he had like four hundred and eighty three pointers. In the, yeah, we forgot about that. But then the Heat years. With the uh, with the the villain LeBron, he won back to back. He was in his bag <laughs> in those yeah. years. Wasn't nobody touching him. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's two and a half games between okay. seventh and eighth. Okay. So six, we have Indiana mm-hmm. Pacers. Uh, then at five, we have Philadelphia. Uh huh. At four, we have my Ben Simmons has a back injury, something, and it yeah. looks like he's gonna be out for some time too. Yep. Which is not good for. Philly, Mm-mm. if they're at five now, and they could possibly slip down, mm-hmm. down to down, down, down. So they're at five. Four is Miami. Three is Boston. Okay. Two is Toronto. Toronto. Who is 42 and 15. Yeah, they're balling. I mean, they were on a Pascal, what, win streak. Or Pascal Shockham. He'll get most improved player of the year. Which he won last year. Yeah. He had two years in a row. Even it's very well made. I I can't see. I'm thinking. I can't think of anybody most improved that could. It's Pascal. Get it over him. He. So we were talking about it on uh, the other podcast. Shout uh-huh. out Three and D Pod with me and my homie Drew. If you guys don't know about that, I got another podcast. Go ahead and check that out. Selfish plug. Anyway, we're talking <laughs> about Pascal. He won it last year, and he was averaging like 16 point something points a game yes, from the year before, which was averaging eight. Yeah. Or nine. Yeah. Yeah. And that. And jump this up. year. He upped he his points per game by seven points, and he's at like 23 points 23, per game. 24. Woo! And every category, he's upped at, he's at so like a little bit. Woo! And so I'm like, if he wins most improved player like three years in a row, what the heck is going on? Who got rookie of the year last year? Luca, right? Yes. Trey Young is a possibility for most improved. Trey Young could win most improved. He's yeah. dropping 50 on people. There's yes. a real possibility. He on can Quavo get night. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> Who's ne- and then and then Milwaukee, which are what hey, uh, six games ahead, five games ahead, six and a half games ahead of Ooh. Toronto. Yeah, eighth place is, is twenty four games behind Milwaukee. <laughs> Just putting oh, that out okay, there. Okay, okay. And in the West, in the wiggity wiggity West, <clears throat> you have are the Grizzlies still eighth? Yes, Grizzlies All are right. eighth. Seven is Dallas. Uh huh. How close six, are they? Seven uh, five and a half games. Dang, there's a gap. Yeah. God dang. Seventh and up is chilling. Okay. It's eighth. Eighth and eighth and ninth. And then the next like eighth, ninth, and tenth are fighting. Yeah, okay. Kind of. Yes. Um so Dallas seven, Mm -hmm. OKC six. Uh Uh-huh. Utah five. Utah. Yep. Houston. Houston four. They lost to Houston. Yeah. Clippers three. Okay. Denver two. What's the difference between Clippers and Denver? One and a half games. Ooh. And okay. then one is LA. And, and they yeah. are five games and ahead. Yeah, again, they're comfortable. They're just like the Milwaukee. They're comfortably ahead of yeah. whoever's next. Yeah. Yeah, but but go ahead. <laughs> five games ahead of second place as opposed to oh never mind. 
I thought it was something else. Oh. My bad. Continue. Yes, I said they're five. What, they're five and a half. And then five? And they're six and a half. And I forgot I said that. But for some reason I thought it said fifteen and a half games. Oh. I was like, God dang, bro. <laughs> Why even play? <laughs> yeah. Why even play? Give it to Milwaukee now. <laughs> yeah, that's like I said. Unless they have like a yo, we gotta something's wrong. People are passing out in the stadium, and we can't put enough people on the court. Milwaukee and LA will have first uh, or have home court advantage. The interesting thing for I think a couple teams, especially the Sixers, they are Smurfs when they are not in their own arena. They are mm-hmm. their record outside of their own court is bad. Is awful. So for them to drop down to fifth and now have this Ben Simmons problem, imagine if they because it's very very possible because they got Horford who's just playing awful and they gave him one hundred and twelve fifteen million dollars for no reason. If they drop, because they're fifth, right? Yeah. What's the difference between fifth and seventh? Fifth and seventh, there yes. is a... How many games? Eight game difference. Eight. Okay. Okay. At, if if they go on a bad slide, if this if they freak out, mess up, and they have to play Toronto in the first round... Bye. Again? Or Bye. Or we'll play Toronto again, yeah. but... I, if, even if, I mean, with the Pacers, that could be hard for them if Ben Simmons is out that extended time. They're going to need... And Victor Oladipo. On ben Simmons. Victor Oladipo. It all depends, right? He's getting his bag again. If, if Joel Embiid, funny dude, great player, if he continues to have the whole, like, stamina problems, they're like, oh, he can only go for, like, 10, 15 minutes, and then we need Al Horford to be in, to sub in. If Horford playing at this rate, yeah. you can put a pin in that, bro. Yep. <laughs> it's okay. It's, yeah. over, it's over for them. They ain't built for this. Nope. Okay. Mm-mm. That, ooh, I need to, we'll see and we'll we'll figure out by the time, I mean, by the time this episode's out, we may know already, but we'll see what's going on with uh, Ben because that's huge. Ben dropping triple doubles and that help, he helps that team so much. Yep. Not by shooting. And he still can't shoot. Se, not by shooting, but by spreading the floor. Yeah. Bro, if he, if. <sighs> I don't know. I don't put a lot of stock in the 76ers. I haven't really put a lot of stock in them at all in a while. And so I don't feel... They're a fun team to watch. I don't feel I need to change it up now. They're a fun team to watch. I enjoy watching them. I don't really enjoy watching them at all. (laughs) I'm be honest with you, Chief. After this break, we're going to get to the exchange. The exchange? And we're back. Before we get to the exchange, I just saw right here. uh, Full story coming to The Athletic. Deontay Wilder tells... Uh, tells reporters he is definitely exercising his rematch clause for his summer trilogy against Tyson Fury. Uh, that his legs were weakened by, by his 45-pound yeah. costume he wore to the ring to honor Black History Month. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Ain't nobody ask you to do that anyway. Ain't nobody ask you to blame Black History Month yeah. for you taking an L, bro? Why are you blame Martin Luther King Jr. for Don't that, bro? You Shut up. You lost. You got punched in your face repeatedly over and over and over and over and over and over again. Shut up. You lost. Over and over and over. I hope he was just I hope he was just like joking or something. Oh, that's so funny. If he was serious, bro, I'll I'll step in the ring with you, bro. I'll lose. (laughs) But I'm shut up, man. Shut up. Now we're getting to the exchange. The exchange? So Wayne, what is the exchange for people who do not know? Bro, stop asking me, dude. Anyway, the exchange the ex- people do not know. <laughs> the exchange is the part of our show where we answer questions that you guys submit to us. They can be funny, serious, dumb, smart. Anything that you want answers for, send it to us and we'll talk about it some more. Bars. I saw you trying to rhyme it. 
I saw the steam coming off the top of your head as you're trying to put the sense. The together. gears are moving, man. They rusty. <laughs> <laughs> it's just blast. Oh, <laughs> uh, All aboard. <laughs> you can send these questions to us on social media using the hashtag AskEX or in the comments of any of our YouTube videos. Um, the first question says, Sonic, as of right now, is one of the best performing video game movies ever. The question is, why did it take so long to get video game movies right, apparently? So, why do you think it took so long? You want me to go first or you want to go first? You know what? I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. Um, wow, wow. I think it took so long to get video game movies right because, well, number one, Sonic was about to be wrong. Yeah. Let's go ahead and throw that out yeah, there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's true. We live in an age... A day and age where we can see what you're about to put out and be like, stop. <laughs> Before you do that, <laughs> like, stop. you should consider this. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and so that's pretty much what happened with oh, Sonic. Oh, that's funny. They were about to put that thing out and then we was like, ugh, hold up. Sonic don't look like stop that. Stop it. Sonic looked like a little Halloween costume dressed up kid, uh-huh. you know, trying to get some candy. No. What you doing out here, boy? Make him look like the little furball that we like uh-huh. from, the movie, or from, the, from the game. And so it's a, it's a day and age where we can like, correct things and as bad as it is you know with the whole everyone's entitled to their opinion yeah and we have a platform where we can say whatever we want yeah and people will rally behind us and if you get enough people to rally behind you then guess what things can change uh-huh and so i think that's kind of what it is where uh people are more heavily opinionated and now that sonic has made so much money and it's looking like sonic is doing very very well yes uh we can now be in this age where you know if you don't get a certain video game character right people will let you know they will destroy either better fix it so you can make your money because if you don't fix it ain't nobody want to see that i'm pretty sure if if they didn't fix sonic nobody would be in that theater <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, i know i'm over exaggerating but i feel like it would have made way less money yeah 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 because at even if the story is good at that point, you've already lost like half the people that would have seen it. Yeah. And then at that point, it's word of mouth. Like you, oh man, go see that, go see the Sonic movie. Even though it looks bad, it's a really good movie. Like then I got to be like, uh, do I still want to see it? Probably not. Um, another thing <clears throat> is some of these video games that, that are, they're making, uh-huh. the games itself, the storyline is already fantastic. Like, even if they tried to make or like they're doing the um, Uncharted, yeah, yeah, the story in the video game is great. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> and then when you try and put that into a movie, mm-hmm. I already don't see it being as good as a video game. Now it could be because of the shock value when I first played it, and I was like, oh wow, they went all out. Mm-hmm. And then of course when you do things live action, you're limited to what you can do, and so I think that kind of plays a part into it. But I just don't think that they've been doing as well because <clears throat> the storylines are already fantastic. Now, Sonic, I mean, it's got a storyline, yeah, kind of. you don't really play it for that. Yeah, that I, don't, I just play it I just play it to, like... <laughs> to have fun and zone To just out. zoom yeah. around and, you know, be a little blue furball for a little bit. But those are my little two points on it. Go ahead, David. I think you're right. I, th- I think, one, technology. Yeah. Because... No. Like, it's been, like, I think they knew their, um, when the games came out in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, there's possibilities to make a movie about it. We ain't got the technology for it, though. Mm-hmm. Right? 
and I will go back to this movie forever. It's it's not until probably Avatar that they're like, oh, this is doable, doable. Like they're probably like, oh, we can try it. We know it's not going to really work that well because we you can't get the look and you can't. Avatar show people, yo, you can make anything, <laughs> you know, and it can look good. And that's anything th- is possible. Anything, <laughs> Kevin Garnett. <laughs> anything is possible. That's why I think started number one was like, yo. We can, even if it's bad, we can at least make it look good. Or even if, like, we know we're not making a Martin Scorsese movie. We know we're not making, uh, you know, Inglorious Bastards. We know we're not making a Christopher Nolan movie. But it can look like a video game and it can look good. Yeah. You know, and that, and at least there it can be fun. I think there was just, it was a hang up for a long time about technology. Because a lot of people, if you ask people what the worst video game movie is, a lot of people are going to say that Mario and Luigi movie that came out in like the 80s that was John Leguizamo was one of the uh, brothers. And everyone was like, yo, this movie is doo-doo <laughs> because the technology is nowhere good enough to tell that story yeah. back then. They were just like, all right, let's make two brothers with hats on. It's not going to work. Yeah. So I think technology, number one. I think number two is Kind of, kind of like you're saying, the the amount of time you spend in a video game is hard to reproduce and replicate in two hours or less. Yeah, right. It's hard to do that. It's hard to take the story that's told in twenty ish hours. Now, granted, a lot of these games, if you only play the story, if you go by and skip every cutscene or whatever, you can do it in probably seven hours, eight hours. But that's still seven or eight hours. You know, a lot of these games like Uncharted. If you go through, you play Uncharted like how the developers and how the creators want you to play, it's a 30-hour, 30-something hour game where you get like invested and you understand little small things in the story. A perfect example is The Last of Us, right? Yo. The Last of Us, uh, and I know they're going to do the same thing for the second one, but uh, Naughty Dog and Neil Druckmann is a creative director, and they, they talked about like playing The Last of Us, like playing the first one specifically um they wanted people to play relaxed and not like try to burn through it because they added a lot of behind the scenes dialogue that would encapsulate the story in the random conversations that joel nelly would have as they walk past each other or as they're running to some location ellie would say something about something that happened to her past and if you just run past certain things you'll miss it 100 percent uh one of the perfect examples is I'm no I'm gonna spoil it, but uh, do you play The Last of Us? You, you watch mine play The Last of Us? I played it okay. twice. The giraffe moment at the end of the game, uh-huh. where you're like you're like okay I gotta get to this I gotta get to this and it's like hold on stop a second breathe take it in and that's stuff that it's hard to replicate in movies. It's hard to replicate that moment of you you I've been playing this joint for twenty something hours. There are bloaters blowing up and freakers and all this stuff running after me. All right, let me take a breath. Let me look at some giraffes and let's calm down. Why am I crying? What's going on? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to replicate that feeling of going through the adversity or going through the experience that the characters you play with as. Once in a while, you'll get 1917 where you're like, holy crap, I'm in there with you guys. Yeah. Don't let me get shot. Duck down. <laughs> I Covering fire. Like, I'm with you. Every once in a while, you'll get a 1917, but that's rare. Yeah. Especially for video games, it's more like, all right, sit back, relax, have fun. 
and like Detective Pikachu and everything, where it's like, is there a story? Nah. You, you're more of us. Oh, those are the characters I remember when I played this game. It's less about yo, come along on this journey, and that's why video game movies are hard to do. I think mm-hmm. it's because you're you're going on a journey. Like if someone was like, all right, let's make Last of Us, Uncharted, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Now they did The Witcher, but it's a TV show, so you, there's time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think video games will be much better. Video game projects. If you're going to make it a movie, it's much better received as a TV show because you can spend hours yeah. in that. Like The Witcher, I saw Witcher was like a 60-something hour game plus, and that was before the DLC even dropped. So, hmm. of course, them going like, all right, we're going to do a Witcher project. We're going to make a TV show, make each one an hour long. There's 10 episodes, so that's what? 100 Wait. hours. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I do, I, I'm, I'm, I was, I'm, I'm trying to follow you in the math. I got lost. <laughs> they did 10 episodes of an hour, so they did 10, 10 hours, hours of yeah, it yeah. so far of the 60-hour game. So I was like, all right, it's not bad. And they're doing the season two. And you know what I'm saying? They're yeah, adding, yeah. taking three, uh, now granted, this the Uncharted, I'm using an example. Uncharted's going to be like an origin, quote unquote. It's going to be like the beginning. But taking a 30-something hour Drake's fortune, the first Uncharted game, mm-hmm. and be like, all right, we're going to do it in two hours. It's like... Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Fail. Big yikes. Yeah. Now I get you can you can take some little things out of like you know unnecessary stuff like that, but there's a lot of like I'm with this character that you don't get in movies. Mm-hmm. Like I said, 1917 being the rare occurrence that you're like, oh, I'm here. But a lot of you know, movies are that's and this is what it boils down to. I got it. I finally figured out what it does, what it is. Movies are passive. Video games are active. Yeah. You're active in whatever the art, the content is. You're an active participant. You're not sitting back and watching. Are there cutscenes? Sure. But a lot of those, you're interacting. You're doing, like, you're doing the thing that is causing these people to have these reactions. Mm-hmm. It's because of you, the decisions you make, what you decide to do. That's why. Everything in a movie, you sit back and watch and watch just the story do it. It's a little different, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, keep going back to Last of Us. When, spoiler alert, were you playing The Last of Us? Uh, obviously, the beginning of the movie hits like a freaking rock. Yep. Right? With his, with his daughter and everything. Mm-hmm. The movie, the moment that may have impacted me more than the beginning was when you met Henry. Bro. Dude, man, I don't want to talk you about Henry, that, dude. And you guys just got out of that thing and everyone's laughing and having fun together. And... He, you find out he got bit, and they come to wake him up. My homie's already a zombie. Breaks into the other room, and brother has to kill his other brother, and then blames them, and then turns the gun on himself. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of like, you're frozen in that moment. Yeah. And then you, like, that that whole thing for me was like, it was like the whole, uh, almost like, Rick almost had that moment in Walking Dead, where it's just like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point of trying, bro? Yeah. Because it, it's too hard, heavy on my psyche, like all that stuff. And that's something that I think if you watch the cutscenes, you're kind of like, oh, they just met these people. But if you are running, shooting, fighting, hiding, et cetera, with these people leading up to this moment, when that happens, you're like, dang, man, that's not fair. And that's the whole point. It's like, listen, this is life now. You missing stuff like that. That's yeah. why I'm like, it's hard to do video game movies. Another thing before we move on, 
active versus the, passive. The Sonic movie creator people or whatever. Yeah. I think that what helped them make a lot of movie or a lot of money on this movie is the fact that they listened. Yes. And they heard they were like, "Oh, y'all don't like this. Let's go ahead and fix some stuff." Y'all don't like and this. And then those people who were complaining by not liking it went to go see it. Yep. And now they were like, "Oh, dang, it's dope." Y'all listen. Probably went to see it twice. So, I got to go see it. Yeah. The second question uh, and this is kind of about gaming, but it's also about entertainment and media in general. Coronavirus will delay a lot of games this year at the least. Delayed the Switch port of The Outer Worlds. Uh, 96% of Sony, Microsoft, and Xbox consoles are created in China. What do you think could happen to the next-gen consoles? Right? So, this, wow. is, this is what I'm talking about coronavirus. Coronavirus is dangerous... Yeah, now, granted, we're talking about entertainment. Is it dangerous on a personal level? Yes. We're, this is not what we're talking about arguing. Yes, it's a horrible thing that's affecting a lot of people. We're talking about the entertainment side, right? China is the biggest market, period. China and India, probably biggest entertainment markets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that Disney will change things in their movies to accommodate that, right? Or change things in their marketing to accommodate that. We talked about it before, how a Deadpool or a Once Upon a Time, Dead, all that stuff where it's like they change certain things so that viewers in China can watch it and mm-hmm. understand it and enjoy it. Because the majority of that box office nowadays does not come from America anymore. It comes from China. Right? Avengers, I think it hit a billion and something in a weekend. Only 200 of it came from America. 200 something came from America. The rest comes from overseas. God damn. And when people say overseas, 80% of that's China. That's how big the Chinese market is. You think, oh, America's, we have 360 million people in America. China's got close to 2 billion something people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The market's bigger. So when stuff like this happens, it's very interesting because, perfect example, give you two examples. Um, Doctor Strange. The monk in Doctor Strange that is, that, became uh tilda swinton supposed to be a tibetan monk right yeah china don't want any mention of tibet in there they don't want any mention of those people in their stuff disney was like all right we just gonna call you the ancient one you feel me uh force awakens comes out last jedi comes out chinese markets uh people of color don't particularly perform well in the Chinese market. People who are Chinese, yeah. White people, yeah. People of color, mm, they don't perform as well. So what happens to the Force Awakens poster? Finn on the poster gets shrank, shrunk down a little bit. So he's mm-hmm. not as big on the poster. So the Chinese people see Ray and they see Kylo Ren. And they're like, oh, there's a black guy in there. Okay, I'll go see it. Not like, oh, y'all put the black guy front center? Ah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With the China market being so big, that's a problem. Um, they recently had to pause filming Mission Impossible 7 in Venice right now because of the coronavirus stuff that's happening in Venice, in Italy. This is going to affect a lot of stuff moving this year. And I think it's going to happen... It's going to affect more than people think. It's going to be cray. Dang, what the heck, already They've already delayed about... Four four ish games that people are like, oh, this is like Cyberpunk, the the Avengers game, Last of Us. Were they all coronavirus? Probably not. P- could it have been a factor? 
I think so. There are a couple coming down the pike that I don't think are going to I don't think are going to make the date, so to speak. Now a lot of people are like, "How? How is that? What, what you, why aren't they getting made over here and over there?" And it's cuz I think it I think I saw it yesterday cuz someone was talking about it yesterday. It's something like 80 something percent of games now outsource, quote unquote, cuz outsource is not the best word to hear, mm-hmm. but outsource some of their or most of their or a little bit or a certain percentage of their work to China to get done by certain video game companies and then get brought back over here. Take two, uh, 2K, like a lot of these companies ported it out to China, let them work on it a little bit, bring it back. With China having to deal with the government shutting down roads, shutting down transportation, oh, now the people got to work at home, oh, now they can't even work at home, more and more games are going to be like, actually, we not ready yet. Actually, we not ready yet. More and more movies. All right, we got a film over here. Uh, we got a travel ban right now. Our borders are closed because we got this. So either you wait or you film your movie not in China this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if you think of, if you think about like Civil War is one that comes to mind. Uh, Captain America Civil War, I can remember the amount of times that they went to different countries. It was like Munich. It was Venice. It, like They were hopping. And I'm thinking like movies like that where you're like Mission Impossible, where you're doing these ridiculous stunts. You can't use like you got wait. That's why they're halting production now, bro. That's gonna be crazy. It's dude. gonna affect a lot, and that's what I'm saying, especially on the game side. When a lot of these game developers are like, "Okay, we're like sixty percent done. We're gonna port thirty percent over to to China for the next three months for the, so they can work on it, and then they're gonna bring it back, and then we're gonna polish it off, and then we're done." You these games, they're not gonna release a game at sixty percent done. Mm-mm. You bet not. <laughs> you have a problem with your hands. Sixty percent of your game outrage. So they're gonna be like, "All right, we're we're gonna pull it off the, you know, pull it back. We'll let you know when we're ready." But in the meantime, play the last game we really. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be more of that. You're gonna see a lot more if the coronavirus continues to be bad or continues to spread. You're gonna see a lot more sales of these developers of previous games. You're gonna see a lot more. Hey, buy the next, uh, buy our last like two or three Assassin's Creed and enjoy those before we get to the next one. We don't know if we're gonna to get to the next one this year, but we got like six of them back on you know PlayStation Network <laughs> yeah. or Xbox Live. Once you go through those, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be more of that situation moving forward. Dang, dude. And I think that like fart, <laughs> fart. I think next gen console, PS5. Xbox Scarlet, whatever it is, or Xbox One Series X, whatever it's called. <clears throat> You're not going to see the amount of people like there was last cycle, like buy it within the first six months, right? Because mm-hmm. usually with those console cycles, it's first six months, why, why buy it? They haven't released a game that you need to get it for. You know what I'm saying? Most of that first year is like, all right, we got to get ready and upgrade. Like the rest of the games, we got to get ready and upgrade our stuff to the next. But we're still going to release stuff on Xbox One, PlayStation 4. You know what I'm saying? We're still going to do stuff on there because most of the people are on there. It's not till you get to year two, three, where you get Horizon Zero Dawn only on PlayStation 4. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, saying, like, it's the same. It happened in PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3's last year, they dropped The Last of Us. So people stayed on PlayStation 3 for another year and some change and then ported over. 
What are they releasing this year for PlayStation? Ghost of Tsushima in the yep. summer. The Last of Us in the summer. There's Cyberpunk coming out in the summer. The Marvel game. Come, there, there's not going to be a lot of need or units available for PlayStation or Xbox One Series X because they they working with small amounts of product because we can't do more. We can't create more until this coronavirus shuts down or does like un, until it's done. It's going to happen. So this coronavirus really I'm, fluffing I'm, everything up, bro. I'm telling y'all, it's going to happen. Obviously, from a humanistic standpoint, it is bad. But you're going to start seeing the effect, especially people who aren't affected by it on a daily basis. You're going to start seeing the effects of it visually when you start seeing a lot more. Oh, what about this game? I haven't heard it from them in like months because they scrambling right now because they yeah. still got 40% to work on. I think now is the time, especially if you're a gamer. Now is the time. Go through your back catalog. Get the stuff that you haven't been doing for the last year, maybe, that you've been missing out on. Go through it now. You're going to have time. You want to know what that's going to consist of for me? What? Madden. No, don't do that. I'm gonna don't do, do that, that I'm gonna to do yourself. That to, I'm going to do it to myself. If, you, if, like, if you're on, because like, I just say PlayStation because we, we do PlayStation on Twitch. If you have PlayStation, you haven't played uh, Control. You haven't played Jedi Fallen Order. You haven't played okay, God of right. War. I got to play Jedi Fallen Order. I got to play all these three. You haven't played, uh, uh, oh, shoot, uh, Death Stranding. You haven't played, like, you haven't played these five or six AAA games that have come out. Days Gone. Days Gone. If you haven't done any of this, take your time and go through it. Now is the time to do so. Before they be like, hey, won't you pay this, you know, $500, whatever, for this new PlayStation, and we got two new games for the PlayStation 5. Uh, and you, know then, you know what I'm about to do? My tax turn coming in, games. <laughs> no, I'm saying. <laughs> games. I'm about to buy the whole PlayStation store, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, more and more of these sales are going to happen. So if you, uh, to the person who left this question, if you're looking for it, whether you're a PlayStation, Xbox, what have you, it take the time now, load up on stuff you haven't played, whether it's on sale, get time to play with friends, whatever, and just have a great time. Because it's going to be some of this stuff that you're like, oh, I'm excited for. You're not going to see it for a while. Load oh, up. I'm excited for Load up on that, uh, what you call it, that box, that party pack thing you can get. Oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Jackbox, Jackbox TV. Yeah, yeah, Load yeah, up yeah. on those. Yes. Get your friends over. Yeah. Have a good time, bro. Get a, get the whole get a package, Switch. man. I really want a Switch. Get a Switch. Play some of those Nintendo games that you're like, man, that looks good, but I don't have one. Relax. Take your time. Because we're going to yeah. be here for a minute. We're going to be here for a long minito. Wayne, sign off for us. Signing off for Entertainment Exchange. It's your boy. Wayne the Hatchick, Wizzy Web, that's David Johnson. We love y'all. Keep supporting and rocking with your boys. Buy our merch if you want some. Go ahead and check the link that is pinned in our the Twitter description bio thing, whatever. It's pinned, it's a pinned tweet on our profiles. That's all I was trying to say. Go ahead and check that out. Buy our merch. You know, let us know if you want if you guys want to see something new. We're looking for ideas of some new stuff to put on there. So send us some ideas, some designs that you might want to see, and we'll tweak it. Put it up there, give you a little shout out, possibly, maybe. Nah, we will for sure. Anyway, <laughs> until next time, love God, love people, and we are out of here.